From across the comic book community multiverse, the Comic-Con podcast begins now with your hosts, Justin, a.k.a. Nemesis Prime. If you give them the title of influencer, then that's that's giving them more power, right? That's how it is. Like, I'm a nobody. Listen, I'm a nobody. Zach, a.k.a. The Manimal. We talked about it for a full, I believe, seven to eight minutes on an hour-long normal podcast for a show. And you would have thought we set their house on fire with the backlash. So, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Comic-Con podcast. we got a really fun show today. We have the power couple, Zach and Justin here, and then two employees of Bird City Comics with us, two random employees. <laughs> um, but no, we're going to have a lot of fun today. We're going to talk to our friends from Bird City. And we are just going to chat it up. No real agenda today. We're just going to kind of free reign it and hear some stories and talk it up. So first off, Justin, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Zach? And to the Bird City crew, thank you for joining us. It's uh, Star Wars week. If you're listening to this, of course, today is Revenge of the Fifth. If you're listening to the Fifth, so I'm excited because I always love this week. There's tons of stuff dropping. And uh, yeah, we're going to definitely talk about some Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Ant and Laura, what's going on? How's it out there in Phoenix or outside Phoenix? The weather. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, we're we're living it up and it's uh, hot already. So that's <laughs> not great. But hey, you know, we, we're living the dream. We get to play the comics. So. Right? That's true. Yeah. What he said. It's hot, but we're looking forward to going to California this weekend and getting away from the heat. So we have that to look forward to. And thanks yeah. for having us. This is oh, fun. Sure. I never get to go on shows with Ant. So I'm excited. I never yeah, get so invited anywhere. No one can <laughs> no one can see this, but they're they're so excited to be on the show together in opposite rooms of their home together. So <laughs> we weren't entirely sure where to like send the link to, but uh and then like Aunt gets on first, and then we're like, okay, well, where's Laura? And she gets on telling a story about how her, her mom showed up or your mother-in-law. Yeah, no, my mom. She showed up and stole from my fridge, then left. I like caught her red-handed because as soon as I opened my office door, she had like a big old bag of Brussels sprouts in her arms. And she was just like stealing from my fridge like a teenager. It was kind of funny. Well, I, just I do that I do that when I go to my parents' house like because my parents are maybe like 30 minutes away. So sometimes I'll just drive if I'm coming home from work or just going through. And I'll just stop at my parents. And I always say it's like Casa, Casa de... I'm not saying my last name, but like I just stop there. I grab food and I leave or like I'll sleep there if I'm just like tired instead of coming all the way home. Oh, so like, I do that too, but not the other way around. Do your parents ever come to your house and just crash or steal from your fridge? I mean, it's usually the one way. In the in the summer when I have my fig trees, when my figs are going crazy, Ooh. I'm just like, yeah, please, anybody come over and just take like a bushels of fig tree. Bushels of figs. That's crazy. I don't have it. I don't have that problem. That actually sounds, it sounds nice for you guys, but I actually like the fact that my parents don't live anywhere near me. And so it's like, I get to choose when I get to see them or how often they come about. It's, it's very nice. It's very private. And yeah. Relaxed. I used to say the same thing. We have uh, we live in a suburb outside of Phoenix called surprise. And everybody's always asking like, how is it? I said, it's great. Cause it's far enough away where nobody just stops by without calling. <laughs> right. You know, but it's still close <laughs> enough to go out there. And then like, just what last year, like everybody in Laura's family moved out here. So they're all we're all within a mile of each other. Like I have four sisters. So we have five of us all together. And then my mom. Oh, wow. (laughs) So we need to move again. Yeah. (laughs) So I was going to say, where's the next, the next city? We're a little further outside of surprise is where you need to move now. I heard El Paso is a great spot to move to. El Paso is nice. Um, But yeah, let's get into things. Let's talk. um, We're going to talk about, 
amazing con. Um, we'll hear what Ant has to say about that. And then you guys will tell us about your next journey out here to uh, to California, what's coming up there. But yeah, dude, tell us a little bit about um, amazing con. How was it? When did you go out there? Kind of break it down for us. Sure. Yeah, I got out there uh, Thursday and I, I wanted to like get a jump on setting up, but <clears throat> I've done amazing con a couple of times and I keep forgetting that it's not a, a large con. So I, like, I got there and set up and I'm like, now what? So I had like the rest of Thursday to do whatever I wanted. Basically just slept um, <laughs> to get ready for, for Friday. Friday was kind of a half day. Um, but it, amazing con is interesting. Like you got to get out there cause there's a ton of good vendors and there was a lot of good stuff to buy, like surprisingly amount of really good comics that came out for that show. Um, really good vendors for as small as a venue as it was. I mean, they had a uh, uh, Eastman was one of the big guys there signing. Uh, you know, Inhak Lee came down. Poor guy had a broken arm. Oh shit! <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I, he canceled prior a couple shows prior. His signature yeah. arm or his or his, his off it, arm? It, I, I'm assuming he's right-handed because it was on his left arm, but he had like this big robotic arm sling on it. Oh shit! And and uh, you know, you you run into him all over the con, and in his English, he's working on it, but. You know, he kept having to take breaks or whatever it was. You know, people see him, so they stop him to talk, and he's really just kind of naughty and smiling. Because mm-hmm. uh, Mike Choi was there sitting next to him. I guess Mike Choi translates for him when they go places. Mm. Uh, so it, it was cool because typically they get to their table and they stay there, but because he was injured, he took a lot of breaks, and you just found him in random spots in the con, like <laughs> out getting air or in the bathroom <laughs> or grabbing a bottle of water. Like he was kind of everywhere, which was cool to see him out and about. So for the people that don't know, and I, I vaguely, uh, Amazing Con's in Vegas, right? Yep. Um, now, as far as, you know, you've been, you've done a ton of shows. What's it something to compare to? Obviously, it's not something like New York Comic Con or San Diego, but what's the kind of comparable Ooh. con? It felt like a Baltimore Comic Con, like it was like a buyer's con. Okay. Uh, a great show to dig at, but still smaller. It was probably a third or half the size of Baltimore. Wow. I've actually, I went to Amazing Con... Man, 2020, I think. I think it was, it was a while ago, a couple of years ago, and it was it was cool. I mean, it's like you said, it, it's small. It's not it's not small, but it's not big, um, and it's definitely more comic oriented. At least it was that year I was out there, I, and that's why I really liked it. It was, it was a lot of books everywhere, um, but it, I think to compare it to like, um, God, I was is it Phoenix? What's the Phoenix Con that just Fan happened? Fusion. Is that Fan Fusion? It's smaller than that. Right? Uh, yeah, it, it's smaller than Fan Fusion, and, yeah. and, and again, it's like a good comic show. Yeah. So, like, Fan Fusion is an interesting one because it's it's very like anime heavy. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't recommend it for too. like digging comics. I mean, they've got it's a lot of it's like a trinket show, like a lot of cool souvenirs and stuff to buy. Like you know, odd and end plushies. Like they got a ton of that type of stuff. We were by a lightsaber booth last year, right? Yeah, that lightsaber booth was Those lit. Really cool lightsabers that you they were indestructible. Even though Adam oh, were they just like clack them? Like yeah, like yeah, minutes. I've seen those too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, we're like banging we were at, them on the concrete. Yeah, <laughs> terrific. Con. Con. Were, it was annoying as hell. Yeah. Every time you walked anywhere near the aisle, there was clacking and breaking. It like, sounded like this dude oh, was smacking the shit. In Baltimore, they were my my neighbor, and so like I had that yeah. sales pitch down. Like the guy's like, "You mind taking a just watching? I'll be right back. Tell me to go to run to the bathroom." The lady walked up, and I'm like, "Yeah, you could drive over with your car." And I'm doing like a full on demo. <laughs> you were selling like I heard it all again. The guy's like, "Thanks, man." I'm like, "Dude, you said it like 50 times. I got it down." <laughs> <laughs> um, that's good I, um I, I definitely want to get out to that show and is it in a convention center that's attached to one of the hotels or is it like completely separate like you have to walk like what's the 
it's it's kind of interesting so it's it's not attached but all the hotels that are around it like have walkways to get straight to it or they have like a there's a tram that runs by it so there's like a big above walkway that you're in the air and you kind of you know climb the stairs walk across the streets so you don't cross the big intersections nice. um the the one thing that they did this year that was different they did it in the smaller room so typically they do it in the south end of the convention center but i guess under armor had like a volleyball tournament so like the nice part of the convention center the big one with the big glass walls and all that stuff they were using that so we got down oh, to like that the a the what do they call it the oh whatever it's to the left it's like the north convention center gotcha yeah yeah it's huge it's it's a really big convention center but it's not hard to get to by any means right um, yeah i remember Maybe it. we'll I, get I, out there next uh, year yeah it's it's a good one it's a destination bro, right it's that, vegas yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they could put it in the smallest room there, but it's Vegas. There's plenty yeah. to do mm -hmm. there, like after the cons. They get names that go all the time, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Laura bailed. I went by myself. I did not time. bail. I got stuck with you know children. What hotel was I going to stay in before you? Bailed? Okay, so when I was planning on going, we were going to stay at the Win, but then once I didn't end up going, and you got the Marriott. It was fun or the Hyatt or something. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> like a circus. Circus. You got to go to yeah. she, she downgraded me. She did the same thing in Baltimore. Wow. Here, since we're talking cons, Laura, tell me what you did to me in Baltimore. Damn, you're going to throw me under the bus. Fine. Let's go. Baltimore, when I was going, I had us booked at the Four Seasons because I like the Four Seasons, and we, we try to find those whenever we go traveling. But then once I ended up not going to the first half for same reasons because of the kids, <laughs> Anthony ended up in what he calls the Haunted Hotel. It was a Marriott. He was he fine. Was she, she put me in, in a converted like bank <laughs> like it had a vault downstairs and it looked cool and old and then like i got it to my room and i'm talking you hear the footsteps you're like who's in my room and the creeks and i'm like dude this hotel's haunted it gets better because she didn't go to she she downgraded my hotel room when she decided she wasn't gonna go yeah i called her at night and i was like this place is awesome it's a blast you really just need to fly out here and just come for the weekend the for one night survive. for oh, one night definitely. so then laura you can continue from here this is still so, Vegas. We're still talking about Vegas, right? No, Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, fine, I'll come out for one night, but I'm not staying in the haunted hotel. So then I rebooked us at the Four Seasons. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Damn. You're lucky you didn't get the red roof, bro. <laughs> right? I could have done worse. I, I thought that's what she was going to do to me in Vegas because we were at the Wynn, and then I went to a, a Regency is it Regency? No, it's a re Renaissance. It's fine. You were fine. Radisson. It was a Radisson. Radisson. Ooh. So she downgraded me to a Radisson, and then I called her. I'm like, you got to come out here. And I was thinking she was going to be like, oh, yeah, cancel your room and then meet me at the win. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, I ended up saying that the whole time. You don't use the – I use the gyms in these places, so I really need it to be clean and – I usually use the spas and stuff. I don't so. like clean hotel rooms. So I know. Yeah, like, like, what? It's just like, you're a filthy animal. It doesn't matter where you stay. You can live out there around Skid Row with the homeless people. Dude, my, my room didn't even have a microwave. Like, you know, you bring back food and you're like, I'll have it later. Like, I'm like ghetto in the in the bathroom, like with the hairdryer trying to reheat like chicken <laughs> like prison style. That's Putting the heat on and the, there's a the heater right there. Instead of having the air right. conditioning on, you're just like, throw up the heat. How are you in Let Vegas the shower steamer go to rehydrate my food? You know, you get us reheating chicken tenders anyway. Why aren't you out eating somewhere else? Know, seriously. Yeah. I didn't really do you that. Sticks? It was just a little popped in my head. <laughs> you guys got to come out to Terrificon because, you know, uh, Zach, you've been there. There's a yeah, gym there. We worked out last year. There's the yeah. spa. There's a pool. There's obviously it's all inside the casino. You'd never leave. 
uh, Mohegan Sun, mm-hmm. which I, I swear, like July needs to come so bad. I can't wait to get together with everybody and, and see everybody that is coming from the far reaches of like Canada and out west and stuff. So, yeah, dude, don't talk about Terrific it. Come, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, it's July twenty eighth through the thirtieth. Please, just come. It's because you, yeah, just come out. Such a blast. It is amazing. It's it's probably the best con I've ever been to. Um, in terms of just like size, community, environment, everyone there. It's and digging. Just fun. And yeah. I mean, I completed like a whole volume one, volume two of Ghost Rider at Terrificon. So um, but yeah, you get this damn baby coming. Just <laughs> messing everything up. I'm, yeah, I'm breaking the bar down a little bit, little by little, because when I go to the cons. Don't get me wrong, they're they're a ton of fun, but it's a lot of work to do by yourself. Um, so I'm I'm trying, and luckily this time in Vegas, I had I had two friends with me, and uh, but I'm trying to convince Laura that the kids are just about old enough where she can come and they live for three days. Can your son work the booth a little bit? Right? I, you yeah, know, he, what do you think, Laura? I think he's about there. Adam would sell. Yeah, Adam would be great. Yeah, he's 13. He could do it. He's got your mouth and your selling ability. He could do it. I'll take I'd that as a compliment. <laughs> I, know, I, was like, <laughs> I was waiting for something to drop, like something else. Right? Like, what are the negatives coming here? No, uh, like really, he's he's a good salesperson. He learned a lot from his dad. He go. So amazing con. What else? How? Okay, so this was. I don't know if this is correct or not. Is this your first time like setting up at a, like a? Oh no, you just said you set up at Baltimore and everything. So how how was your booth and everything? How did it go out there? It went really well. Like I had um, my buddy, uh, his name's Kelly. He owns uh, Devil Dog Comics, and him and I partner on books uh, every now and again. But he lives in Vegas, so I, I basically called him and said, "Hey, bro, I got a pass for you. Just come hang out at the booth, bring some stuff to sell." Um, you know, he likes getting signature stuff done, so uh, it was pretty cool. And then uh, I had Comic Pops at my booth, and that guy's a cool hang. Like that is like a real dude, and he's just. Uh, he's just he is who he is he doesn't mm. adjust himself for anybody like <laughs> on or off a camera uh, so yeah he i think was i met him guy. in uh, baltimore last year yeah he's cool people and you uh, and i, I mean i saw your setup you're not like crazy you're, you're not doing tons of wall stuff right you're just a couple tables right i think you're like two or three That's tables it. from what i saw and you're bringing just your exclusives it's not like you're trying to bring tons of short boxes and long boxes of mm. you know no. stock it's I don't get how people do that. What a pain in the ass to have to yeah. haul all that stuff, like and to ship it to the hotels in advance. Like I, I don't get that. That just seems like a lot more work than it's worth, I guess. How'd you do it? Yeah, how'd you get your stuff there? How much did you bring? I drove it. Um, I brought. I, I usually bring like like ten counts of like good covers that I just like that people will recognize. Um, I have a big backdrop, like a like a seven foot ten by ten foot like wall with our logo on it, like pop up displays. It's really just big for branding for me. Like I want people to walk by and go, "Oh, I know that company," even if I don't have tables full of boxes to search of through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and typically, I try to do a uh, something special, like either an exclusive for the show or just something specific, so I don't have to bring such a big variety of things. Yeah, Amazing Con definitely does bring. Some really nice variants. I know Scott's Collectibles had some stuff. Like they had a Something is Killing the Children and a World Tree oh, yeah. and um, a couple other cool variants out there. That this I... is in Connecticut? Yeah, Terrificon is in Connecticut. There you go, Laura. We haven't been there. I'd love but... to go to Connecticut. I'm down. Let's do it. The only issue, it's not easy to get to. That's the pain in the, that's the pain in the butt. Coming from like 
the Southwest. It is not easy to get to, but it's worth it's it. Like it's, a, worth it. it's worth the trek. Is the airport far from like where it's held? To be honest, I don't even know. You'd have to see which airport you'd take. I mean, I like the, the way he Hartford, right? Uh, I think there's one, and then or Rhode Island because then you could just yeah. come right over the the border. Um, That's my big know. gripe is like hotels when it's like an hour car ride after you've been traveling for six hours. Like I'm the biggest baby. <laughs> I'm like I've been flying all day, and then I got to be in a car for an hour and a half. I lose my mind. Just get me to the Radisson already. Right? <laughs> I need the ghetto haunted hotel. That's probably the one I'm booked at. Oh, well, you could God. just you could be like like this guy. He came in the one year, came in a day early, and stayed at my house. So we'll, we'll throw up the guest bedroom for you guys, and then uh, you know, then we'll drive up to uh, to Connecticut. It's I can always, see your cats. They're always yeah. around here. Yeah, you can see the cats for sure. They're funny. Justin does like these like Fight Club videos with them. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. I like those. I like replay them a bunch of times. They're hilarious. They're the best <laughs> ever. I can't even begin to tell you like all the pictures I probably don't post and stuff and things they do. I'm just like, oof. <laughs> they're too. They're too good. They're their brothers. They just turned two um, the other day. And then like a couple weeks, they'll be two years that they that we've had them because uh, we got them. Uh, like the, we literally got them like we were stupid. We're like, let's get them like the Thursday or Friday before Memorial Day weekend. And like, then we can't really do anything because we have these two little kittens now. <laughs> like three week old kittens. We're like, just leave them so, alone and take off. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into some other stuff. Uh, I think we have some articles, right? Well, wait, we were going to talk oh. about uh, next up. You got short box, oh, right? Yeah, that's right. You guys, you guys are both going to short box. You're muted, babe. Excuse me. <laughs> As you say, uh, Shortboxed is, um, I love the company. I, I kind of like the setup. Yeah. Uh, I got to know Gene and, and all his team out there. Uh, just really good people. And they're super like brand focused. Like they do what they, they want to do one thing well before they branch out and try to do multiple mm-hmm. things, which I can appreciate. So uh, Gene and I vibe on a lot of levels that way. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he invited me out. Uh, wanted me to come. We did that uh, Hitomi book with them, and that went super smooth. So he wanted uh, Laura and I to come out and hang out, got us a booth. We got a, an exclusive dropping with Maria the Wolf for that show. Uh, she oh, did cool. this badass dragon. It's a, it's a kaiju book, so, you know, um, big old monsters and stuff like that. But she did this headshot of this dragon face vomiting up, like, bones and skeletons and stuff. It was It's really cool. She's going to be number one or is it? A it's no, it's book? a number one. It's okay. an image title. Number one. Um, I'll shoot it to you guys. So you guys can check it out. We're, we'll probably start posting images this week since we're going up there. Nice. But uh, this is good stuff. Yeah. Short box is definitely great. I'm, I'm I've spoken very highly about them and you know, and I've met Gene and, and the crew at Baltimore and I've known them over the years. I sell on the app. I love just posting stuff. It's very easy. Uh, for anybody who you know, doesn't sell on there, I think it's probably the simplest way. You just take two photos and everything is, you know, pre-scanned, especially if it's CGC, you get the pricing. It's perfect. People send offers. You could send offers. So, yeah, we had Kevin from Shortbox was on here not too long ago. A couple yeah, months at the end of maybe? last year. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought it was this year. Is that your know, shoe guy, Ant? Kevin's my sneaker buddy. Him, <laughs> him <laughs> and I try head? to, yeah, him and I get on the same like sneaker drops. He'll remind me. He's like, hey, don't forget. comes out tomorrow at 7, so we got to put it on for lotteries. And <laughs> they stuff. do. They're such nerds. It's like this Fruity Pebble one that they were both trying to get. Wasn't that what it was, Ant? Yeah. Ariel or something. Nikes. 
No, we, we snagged some good ones. I got some, a uh, couple, I think it was the drop before last. I got the, there's some new Terminators that drop, but they're rattlesnake skin. God. <laughs> oh my God. That's like a down another rabbit hole. I, I have like yeah, a few, sure. but that's, especially when like into four, lotteries and everything. I own four mm. pairs of shoes, man. Like my workout shoes, my dress shoes, my walking around shoes, and then my going out shoes. I don't need more shoes. <laughs> And has his morning simple. sneakers, his afternoon sneakers, his late afternoon sneakers, his dinner sneakers, his dressy sneakers, which, yes, that's a thing, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm sure and you also have sneakers that you cannot wear if it's been wet out, right? Mm-hmm. right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have, you have some that you don't wear at all because you don't want to crease them? Oh, big time. Yeah, I've got uh, my daughter bought me these uh, custom Air Force Ones that are, I mean, I have two pairs, but I have one <laughs> pair that I'm just keeping. So they're the black, yellow, and red ones. Yeah. Or black, yellow, and white. Sorry, not red. Um, yeah. But they're our preferred city color. So I got a nice pair that I just kind of stick on the shelf back there that people just look at and go, oh, those are cool. And then I have the actual ones I wear to con. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Got to keep the branding on point, you know? Yeah, definitely. Don't switch. <laughs> the, don't ever switch the colors, man. Right. Colors. <laughs> so tell us, I mean, short box, we... I've been seeing a lot about it, but like when Kevin came on, we didn't, I don't think we really talked about Shortbox Live very much. Um, but they're kind no. of trying to, it's just a one day thing, right? Like, what's their, what are they trying to do here? It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Honestly, I wish, wish you could make that happen. Yeah. I think the vibe that they're going for is, is another like buying, selling con. Um, they're all big, reputable sellers. Yeah. And I'm talking like dudes that have been in industry for years. Um, there's a couple guys from Arizona going. Um, what's the guy we like from um, Amazing um, Fantasies? Bill? I think it's his first name. Bill, I can't remember his last name, something Italian. Um, but uh, he, he's he got a fantastic store, and you're talking about back issues. This guy's got it all, and it's, it's so fun to dig through a store, but he's one of the guys that gets invited out to those shows all the time. So you're talking about guys with books. Um, there's not a lot of modern comics. I think that's why they asked me to go, you know, just to have some variety. But um, yeah, the, they they invite some players in the game that definitely have some cool stuff to look at, and then their my, artists were great. See my boy Rob from Red Hoods going out there. He always oh, yeah. has killer books, man. Dude, that, that guy's that he was set up in Vegas and he had a killer oh, booth. Yeah, Red Hoods, Joe. Oh, oh, don't say it. Rob, Rob from Red Hoods. Yeah, yeah, there's two. Oh, Red Hoods. And he lives. No, he lives out Red Hoods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Comic. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the other one. I was like, he never said he was going. Yeah, Rob, <laughs> Rob's a good dude. He used to be part of Torpedo. I, I met him years ago, man. He's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, he has killer, killer books. So yeah, that, that's a that sounds awesome. And it's not like anything. It's not your typical con. It, it's really well. It, it's a true comic con, meaning that it's just comics, right? There's not. I'm sure Shortbox is not like, hey, if you're bringing Funko Pops, you can get the hell out of here or boys, right? It's just straight comics. Yeah, I mean, if it's going to be anything like the thing that they did in uh, L.A., I guess they partnered with somebody that did one at, a, you know, at like a hotel, um, like a, one of the big halls at a hotel. Mm-hmm. And they had um, they had me at the front table, like the greeting table where people were coming in and you go in there and it is just eye candy everywhere. It was ridiculous, um, which sucks when you're working it by yourself because it's like the door was right to my right behind me and I'm like peeking in. I'm like, oh, I want to go look around so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I ended up buying something for you there, didn't I, Laura? I'm trying. Star- you brought me back Star- Battle War- Chasers number one from Vegas. No, no, the, from, the LA one. I had you Star LA Wars one. number one, didn't I? Yeah, that's right. You brought me home Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. 
I see your book. You actually have your exclusive up on the, the website for the short box live. Perfect. Yeah. It's cool, huh? Yeah, it is. It's really cool. The inks on it were really neat before. Like when we saw the ink, it was so neat. We debated just leaving it like that because it was just so well done. She's yeah. cool. So yeah, there's a, like a virgin and then a regular cover or is it, am I looking at the back there? Oh, we just did the, the colored virgin of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Thanks. I want to see this. I need to look the giant coke jew coke jew number one okay you'd yeah, like it, Justin. It, there's a big like transformer dude looks like yeah so it's like uh think like uh you get the kaiju well i guess it's just like like pacific, pacific rim, rim but it's right? like mm -hmm. real inappropriate <laughs> nice. i liked pacific rim so i'm in i think that'd be a good one yeah. giant robots and giant monsters you can't go wrong and then you yeah i mean board. come on what else do you really need in life besides exactly that. yeah four star hotel apparently snob you just need a two star you <laughs> just give him right. a half a star <laughs> these hotels your name in are places i like i've had to go to for my work and that means that those aren't good places so yeah. Yeah. she's trying to book me at like extended stay motels and stuff no oh, i didn't dude. i Kitchen never did that Kitchenette, bro you can oh, have like, yeah. your own oven and stuff yeah yeah See? oh yeah i guess that's true <laughs> that's full anthony um so do you guys do do you do phoenix fan fusion because that's what in june right are you gonna end up going i mean it's right you might as well right right there yeah that's that's one of the ones where i i try to talk myself out of it all the time but i'm always like it's it's down the way so like why not yeah mm. um but it's always a good show it's fun uh who's gonna be there's gonna be some big people a lot of like star trek uh i think shatner's coming out mm. um there was another one. Who's the guy that plays Chekhov? Oh, um, because there's only three of them from the original cast, and then uh, um, still alive. Yeah, with Shatner. Um, oh my gosh, the um, you Chekhov, and then the um, oh man, S Sulu. What's Sulu? Sulu's? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Takai, George Takai. Yeah, yeah, George Takai. You got it. <laughs> All your ears are all burning. All three of you that can like smell the battery fluid for you guys it was trying to right that there. Out. Oh, I don't know Star Trek. I know like I don't know Star Trek people. either. <laughs> we're on the wrong podcast if we're starting to talk Star Trek for sure. Check off the first thing I thought about was the the more the recent kid Anton Yelchin who died. That's what I was wanted to say. And the recent yeah, that was sad because yeah. he was a good check off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked I like Phoenix Fan Fusion as well. I thought it was a fun show. It's it was it's huge. It's very big out there. In June though, that's so wicked that they do that to us. Like it's Arizona in June. We're talking. Yeah. It's gonna be like in the high hundred twenties that month. Looks like Ariel Diaz is gonna be there. We got a cover oh, coming nice. up with her. Brian Polito is always there there because he's from um, he's from the area. Yeah, isn't Ariel's like from your neck of the woods, right? She's in like Texas, I think. My, Saying El Paso, no, I mean, like, I, yeah, I don't people know. People that are listening Maybe. across the country, it's like, yeah, oh. it's Jim Houston. That's like as far away to, as California for me, pretty much. So, okay, I'm sorry. States, New Jersey, statewide, then. Yeah, it takes ten hours for me to get to to Houston from El Paso. So, Mike Mayhew, Jim Lee, it's got a good lineup. Now I'm going through it. Jim Lee's gonna be there. Yeah, that's really cool. Tom King. It's a good segue too. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. Justin, want to move on to the news? Yeah. So this is uh this is dropping over at uh, CBR.com. So DC promotes Jim Lee to president. So as you know, Jim Lee has been over at DC for I don't know about twenty plus years now. 
Uh, he has now been promoted to president, publisher, and chief creative officer of DC Comics. Uh, it was just announced today on uh, May the 3rd. So, uh, I mean, I'm a huge Jim Lee fan. Obviously, career has spanned everything from Image, Marvel, and all the way through DC, uh, you know, up until now. So, um, obviously, he, you know, Dan DiDio, he was in it for a while. You know, him, Lee, and Jeff Johns were like the big three over there. And then Dan left. Jeff's kind of out of it for the most part. And, you know... You got someone who knows comic books. You know, he knows writers. He knows artists. I'm sure he's going to want to bring the powerhouses back. And even not to say that, you know, these these artists and writers out there aren't powerhouses already with DC. You know, for the most part, we, you know, we always talk about, especially Zach and I on here on the podcast, the events that Marvel does are just they kind of pitter out. But when DC does something, it's a little bit more meaningful. So, um, you know, what do you what do you guys think, Laura? What are you, what are your thoughts? What are your you know, you see the future for DC now with Jim Lee over there as the president. I think everybody's kind of on the same page in regards to his skill level. I mean, we, I don't, I've never met anybody who goes, oh, I don't like Jim Lee art. He's right. fantastic. I actually found a quote from him about this. He said, well, this is a while back. We said, part of running DC Comics is that it's much larger than Image Comics. There's a challenge to being one of the industry's leaders and that everything you do is scrutinized and watched. And that's my only hesitancy here. I hope that they don't just... I hope they do them right. I hope they treat them right. And I hope that the fans treat them right. Yeah. I think the fear with someone like Jim Lee is like stepping up to the big, the big shot position, right? Like he's getting burnt out, you know, and then him just being like, yo, I'm losing the love now. I'm done. And like walking away from it completely. Um, it's bound to happen too. Yeah. When you're in that, at that level, people are going to yeah, start watching him and criticizing more. And hopefully he'll be able to kind of push through that. Cause I think he's an amazing talent. I, I had a little different vibe on that. I mean, I mean, still on on par with what you guys are saying, but I I kind of felt like what you said. He was he kind of expressed he was getting burnt out in his role because he's a legend of DC and DC should have been in good hands already. Yeah, um, it should have been ran right. The you know the infrastructure should have been set for him to sit there and enjoy his job. But I think he got to the point where he's like, screw it, I'll do it myself. Oh, okay. And, I can see and, you that. know. Because if you think about it, I mean, they went off on all these tangents and all these alternate universes to see what characters stuck to the wall. And then you get this news that he's his old position, plus all the new ones, because he was already the creative director. And now yeah. he's the guy, the guy of all guys. <laughs> right. I think he just got tired of it. And he said, I love this thing. And and I'm going to write the ship. I'll do it myself. if Nobody else going to do it. And I think we're going to get some good stuff out of him. That's you what I'm hoping. DC's in a kind of is it gonna in a good spot too with the the dawn of DC. I know they that's already been planned out probably for a little while, of course. Um, which I'm sure he's a part of as well. They're in a new spot, which it feels like every what, Justin, two or three years, we're kind of at that point with DC where it's like, hey, we're starting over again. Um yeah, you know, not as much as like more. Marvel does, you know, they're they're one, you know, they're number ones, I feel like, or at least right, for but the DC most part the big like a universe rebuild sometimes, you know, like where it's yeah. like yeah. I mean, I think I think like New Fifty Two. When you look at it, you know he was kind of brought in at that time. You know he was he was brought back to really do him and Jeff Johns were really brought in to do the the whole reboot, like Mm -hmm. Justice League. You know Green Green Lantern, the whole New Fifty Two, and I think that was the probably the biggest thing that DC did in their entire history. Awesome at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, then Rebirth came, and that's where we're at. Universe. Yeah, DC yeah. weird right now where they just have a lot of like miniseries. And I think Donna yep. D. Steve is going to bring back some of these ongoing titles. But even some of them, look, man, 
if anyone believes Penguin is going to be, as much as I'm excited about the Penguin series, I want to check it out. I'm interested in it. But if you think it's going to be going to like issue 200, you're probably sadly mistaken. Um, it's probably going to go, what, a 20, 25, 30 20. issues, maybe. Maybe. Um, I'd be surprised if Doom Patrol lasts that long. Like, I get the idea of bringing like lesser known characters and trying to bring them back, but I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. Yeah. The thing that they need to do, which I think Marvel's done a good job, is kind of mix up, not mess with the continuity, but add some stuff in. It's just like, again, like going back to like a business, like you have to have some turnover and bring in new blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they they kind of did it the wrong way with all those minis and all the new reinvented versions of the same character. That's why I like when they started doing the Punchline and Miracle Molly, and these are brand new, fresh characters, yeah. and, and we can either hate them together, which we'll all band together, and at least we're talking about it, even if it's hate, or we'll love them and they'll <laughs> stick around forever. Either way, they're getting <laughs> talked about. People got to see what it's about. They're going to buy it just to see how much they hate it. You know, I like but it, it just like it reinvigorates the uh, the whole community, whether we like it or dislike it, as long as it's fresh. I agree about punchline. Honestly, I think I was like starting off kind of a haters. So like, what are we doing? Like, because you you switched Harley Quinn, right? Like that's what it was, and Harley Quinn became more. Oh, we got to make her more fan friendly and a nice guy and a good guy. So we can't have her be that. So you're like, let's bring in. Basically, you thought we're bringing back a Harley Quinn, but she's harder and she's darker. And even mm. like her, I love the the punchline, the Gotham game series. Yeah, I thought that was a lot of fun. I really yeah. enjoyed that series. A lot of potential yeah. there. The, the DC thing, their their villains are great. Where Marvel's heroes are great. Yeah, they got to capitalize on that that whole villain spin and just highlight those guys way more. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've been saying that for, and that's live action as well. Like. That's what Marvel MCU is like shit the bed on consistently is the villains besides maybe Thanos. Right. And uh, DC, you want to do a good live action. Don't follow that. Like build good villains. You have, like you said, the best villains in the game. So keep them dark. I don't know. That's why I'm worried about James Gunn, man. He doesn't like to keep things that dark. So <laughs> I think he's, he's got to make it more like a, a for a broader audience. So he's going to lighten. I, I think he'll lighten up. I hope he lightens up certain aspects so that it's it gives them a bigger market mm-hmm. but i hope they don't lose their core i hope that dark and dirty is still there every once in a while we gotta go see guardians and that's why we're it's recording funny. tonight Justin and i are going tomorrow are you guys really oh i'm jealous see yeah. i think gun's gonna do a great job with that and i think a lot's kind of writing on that movie doing well i've heard good things I've kind of also not read anything or seen, yeah. try not to watch any clips or go on the internet. Yeah, there's or so many spoilers right now. In a thinking group chat that we're in that someone decided to spoil, spoil Jedi Survivor for us. Well, no. No, let's, not talk, let's not say someone. So we're in a group chat. Let's, let's put them out. Let's put them on blast, okay? Because I know he's going to listen to this, yes. Yeah. Wait, but don't tell me, though, because I'm not. No, no, I'm, don't yeah, know no neither of us. We're, we're voting. Okay. So no, 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 we don't know. This consistently happens in this group chat where they consistently like, hey, here's the end credits, post credit scene, or they'll send like a blurry picture. And so anytime a movie comes out, I'm not reading that chat for like the week leading up typically. Um, but I happened to click on it today. <laughs> and I didn't think I thought I didn't even think about Guardian, to be honest. I thought I was safe about Jedi Survivor, but Tim Tebow posted like I didn't even it was luckily it was a YouTube clip. Yeah, that's yeah, it was like the story behind Jedi Survivor. And I'm like, bro, I, I'm what I write just like go, dude, I'm in the middle of this game right now. Do not yeah. ruin this story for me. It was like the entire like someone posted the entire cutscenes, like yeah. from beginning yeah. to end of the entire oh, game. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not clicking on it. Like I'm not 
this is the game lore I told you yesterday. Remember, I said I, I need a new game to start playing mm-hmm. through. This is what I want to start playing. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's mm. good. It's really good. Okay. Well, I'm going to order it tonight, Laura. So you're on your own. <laughs> Do we, it. Um, I've been talking to Comic Man Andy, has been playing it also, and he burned through the story. He's like, yeah. dude, my son pressured me. And so I just burned through the story because he wanted to see the whole story. And I'll, I'll tell you, so I'm going to tell you guys something doesn't ruin anything. He said the credits is something like 47 minutes long and that there's like a and i go i was like is there like a post credits or something so there's something at the end so and he couldn't find a way to like fast forward through it so when you beat it stick around stick around through the credits he said set a timer walk away and come back so he said um that's cool it's fun are you playing on ps5 what are you playing on um, I haven't decided yet. I've got an, uh, an Xbox One S and I have a PlayStation 5. I think I'm going to order it for the PlayStation because Laura and I play a lot of Fortnite and I use an Xbox controller. But I'm like, this PS5 is sitting right here that I never even power on and I know it's it's got to look beautiful on it. Yeah, so it let's, let's get into the Fortnite talk. Uh, <laughs> what are you playing Fortnite on? Because Justin and I, we haven't played so much lately because I've been playing a lot of Jedi. I've been, well, I still play. Works. Yeah. What do you guys play Fortnite on? Ant build our PCs. We both play PC. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We're gonna get names after this. And I'm slightly better than him, and my kill count's always a little bit higher, but Ooh, tell tell him about <laughs> your uh, your ranking that drove me nuts. So I didn't tell Anthony, but I bought tears, which I never do. Mm. And I, I bought tears, and so he comes home from some con and I'm at like level 69, he's like 13. He's like were you playing that much? Yeah, like, yeah convenient number. Uh, I'm like, I, I, got, I leveled up really fast. He's like, what were you doing? I'm like, well, just make sure that, you know, kill 15 chickens every game and that'll help you level up. Like I started making up all this bullshit on how I got my level. That it, but I knew it, but I knew it was bullshit because <laughs> she kept saying so that didn't make sense. Like when you knock them, like finish them with headshots. And I'm like, that, that doesn't make you level up any faster. And she's like, yeah, yeah it does. Just trust me. And I couldn't figure out how she jumped 25 levels above me. <laughs> And this went on for like two days. And finally, I think I got really frustrated. And she's you like, you know what? super you mad one of the games. Well, hold on. She did this. She played it out to the end. She got mad at me for getting mad. And she's like, you're not making it fun anymore. I don't want to play. But we're yeah. playing with my buddy, Tim. And my buddy, Tim, goes, you didn't tell him you bought tears. And he threw her under the bus Ooh. during Ooh. the game. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> In hindsight, though, Ant, hilarious, right? <laughs> Great story. It, it was good. you had me worked up pretty good. It was it was a good one. Well, I we have like not. Oh, Did sorry, you guys go. hear about this? Go ahead, no go. All right, so we got. Oh God, really? I stole it back. All so right. we fight over this slab. It's a Raphael number one. It's CGC nine point two, and this is mine. It's mine. There you go. So I told Laura we need to live stream and figure out a way to tournament or do it like tournament style, me versus her in game of the Fortnite. Not one on one because I'll beat her. Uh, so we're, we're gonna figure out some other way to do a tourney, and whoever wins this over live stream, there's gonna be no complaining after that. It is what it is, and that's Deal. the personal tank lab. Tell me I'm when and kidding. where, Ant. I will be there. You got. You <sighs> have to stream it. You have to stream it on nearing Nirvana. That's that's the next. Month. Yeah. Like we've been thinking, Zach and I have been trying to figure out how to do that too, where we would stream on our YouTube channel since we really don't ever use it just to upload some audio every week, but actually stream live gaming. And like we could all just watch like him and I just kind of play, but that would be pretty fun. It's tricky though, because some of the things we say are probably not yeah, super too, PC out there. Like, so we did, we did do one where Justin and uh, Comic Dunes were both on a whatnot show. 
and we were all playing. Yeah, that was fun though. <laughs> and we had to, we definitely didn't share audio over because you know, <laughs> bad words were definitely thrown about a bunch, but. But yeah, I, so I've done shows for whatnot where I put like 50, 60 slabs in the buy it now. And then I just put the camera on, on my TV and the, the cam the, the camera's facing my TV. So literally all you see is me playing and I'm like talking, I'm talking to the chat. Like, I'm like, Hey, check out the buy it now. Like, you know, totally and, doing that. and then, so I was live at the same times as our buddy Jeff comic dunes was. So people could bounce back and forth between the shows and see different screens. And they can check out the buy and house for both of our shows. They can see how Jeff screwed us like on every time, like just runs off in the wrong direction or Leroy <laughs> Jenkins it. All oh, really? Time. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally. that thing. It's so so I, here's a question for you too. And I, I can, I know the answer is, are you guys playing build or no build? Actually, you don't know the answer because we started as builders and that's all we would play like religiously. Uh, then we switched over to no build. And now recently that's all we've been playing. So we, we actually bounced back and forth we're not really loyal to one way i prefer builds anthony prefers no build i'm the same well, my solo yeah. i solo build but no when build. i play with justin we do no build but if i'm yeah. playing alone i'm building yeah, i i, I try to teeter back and forth between i try to figure out which lobby the kids aren't in <laughs> the 13 year olds all those 12 year olds wherever like they're the not kids are home like after four right now so you know the kids are at home playing so we're not going to win very much I Dude, see, I love keeping – so that's the good thing. Justin plays pretty often, like even in between games. I'm very strict about like when a new game comes out, I'm locked into that game until I'm done with that game. Like I'm not jumping to other games. And uh, usually like a new season will start, and when I jump back into playing with Justin, I'm like tier six, and he's like, you know <laughs> – 50 or whatever and so we get all the crappy people <laughs> they all yeah we make we make a uh, party, leader. party leader yeah. <laughs> so we get into his lobby we just wreck fools it's, it's amazing that's awesome i love that yeah yeah we we have a we have like a uh a schedule so I, I wake up in the morning i take the kids to school laura gets up and starts doing like her morning routine or whatever she does around here um <laughs> not to Whoa, I mean, wow. <laughs> that sounded really bad like whatever she does her out here whatever whatever i, I always I, I make a joke around the house and i always say like she's like hey put that dish in the sink and i'm like no you leave it on the counter and then it magically cleans itself i never ever have to clean it. it's the craziest thing she's like oh somebody definitely cleans them <laughs> you know she does her house routine that's what i meant um she takes very good care of our house and, yeah nice and save butter me up now well, that's what I meant. It came out super bad, but <laughs> right, right around the Radisson, dude. Fortnite. That's why you're staying in the Radisson. That's why. That's why. Motels from now on, Aunt. Hey, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, but right around ten o'clock, we play Fortnite. That's like my break in the morning. Get a little breakfast, drink our coffees, mm -hmm. play Fortnite. Then typically we'll work until the kids get home around three, three thirty, and then we play Fortnite again. Then we work some more, have dinner, and then kind of do our own things at night. But we play Fortnite at least twice every day. Yeah. In the same room, different rooms? How are you, how are you doing that? I'm here. He's there. And do you have, like, your doors open? You're playing with headsets, talking to each other? Oh, well, yeah, our we, house yeah. is kind of designed where, like, okay. he's in he's what, he's in what you would call, like, what do you call it? Like, the casita or, like, the grandparents' suite? Like, he's his own mm -hmm. chunk of the house. Like, he's separated by, like, a she hallway. A bathroom and, and a shower right here. I don't yeah, ever okay. have to go to that. He's, like, his house. own apartment, so I, I can't hear him, which is nice. <laughs> whatever that came out wrong too, right you know what i mean like on the mic i can't hear you things happen on that side of the house that don't happen on the other side of the yeah house. actually it's kind of like split it's crazy to me about fortnite that there is no option yet to at least that i know of right to one-on-one -on -one someone 
like to verse to pick it's someone in verse creative, and that's it yeah it's like a creative yeah <clears throat> yeah it would be interesting to have like uh it'd be cool so i obviously we play like zach and i play and and jeff comic dunes and and some other the other people are actually comic people so it'd be fun to you know just get like a squad together of all just comic people and, and go live would be a lot of fun and just got to figure that all out yeah i'm sure we could figure that out because i got i, know I like play with, uh, rage play with rage theo i play with uh godly he works with Shortbox on their yep. advertising no godly yep. he's cool uh, who else do we play with laura there's a bunch of people oh we play with oh. uh, joel's are oh yeah joel's are collectibles and his wife plays mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of east coast people i play with over here like a whole East Coast squad, and then I have Zach in like Texas, just crushing it, snipering people, heavy with the sniper rifle. I like, yeah. No, Zach's like me. Zach actually plays coordinated, where you know you you don't go running into like he plays militaristically, strategically. That's Anthony, and he's like on my left. Okay, we're gonna creep around, everybody stay together, and I'm like charge and it makes him no, no. she doesn't even she doesn't even tell us though so like i'm like all right let's let's rotate right and let's stay you know with the hills so we have natural coverage and i'm like mapping the whole thing out and then you hear dee, 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 and i'm like somebody's down who is it and then laura's way off like 200 meters it's the, the sword other direction. Fault. the sword gets me there and so <laughs> i figure if i have a sword i can always run back if i need to people that don't play are, have no idea what we're talking about no oh, i'm sure we got <laughs> listeners that are playing that i'm I like the sword, but now that they threw in the ODM gear from Attack on Titan, yeah, ODM gear. I'm so Dude, basic. I think I like the basic stuff. The, yeah, yeah, I think you guys might be the same player. That's what let's I, go. Let's play yeah, trios let's later. After this, crush it. <laughs> I gotta beat Jedi Survivor. I got no time, dude. That shit's gonna get ruined for me. And, the, and I've heard the story's amazing, so I'm focused right now till Survivor. Yeah. Got to finish that first. Back. Priorities. Yeah, before this baby gets here too. Before he ruins my life. Well, when, when do you do? <laughs> Soon, we actually had a bit of a scare on Sunday. We thought my my wife wife went into labor on Sunday. We're at the hospital for quite a while, but he's due the first of June. But I think he's coming next couple weeks. He's ready. He's ready to come out and play some Fortnite, read some comic books. (laughs) So, I wanted to go all X Men in the nursery. Right, my wife's like, "Well, maybe when it's older, let's do Winnie the Pooh." Right now, and I was like, "God." Winnie the Pooh. You could do do you poo. (laughs) No, thank you. I see enough do you poo on my social media as it is. And honestly, that was kind of the problem. She was like, I love Winnie the Pooh. It's so sweet. And I'm like, oh, Winnie the Pooh is very sweet. It's very cute. And there's great lessons. And if I'm being completely honest, I've read some of the quotes like now that I read and they like make me tear up because baby coming. I'm like, wow, this is really embarrassing. But then all the do you poo stuff makes me hate it. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's interesting. So. I'm surprised those are still going. They're still going. It's the easiest, cheapest book to make a variant for. Every, they'll ring out any penny they can get. Mm-hmm. So. And I love, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I love Tigger. Like, I have the Tigger costume. I was Tigger many, many times. <laughs> Eeyore, same thing. What? And now, yeah, dude. Oh my god. I'm who, gonna likes find those e- photos. who likes Eeyore? Like well, literally. Because like my likes- my nickname. Teenagers. No, so here's obviously now we're dro- we're dropping some official first time exclusive news. So my nickname in high school was Donkey. So obviously came from Eeyore. And also oh. like my last name as well. I thought but- Shrek when you say Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, so I I'm just like, who's Eeyore so slow and chill? That's, that's too bad, man, about that nickname. That's rough. It's a rough one. Yeah, Donkey's a rough one. 
Yeah. <laughs> Call you ass. We're for not sure. going to get into other reasons, why, but that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah. The donkey podcast, the breakdown. <laughs> um. So yeah, well, well, real quick before we kind of move on, any anything I know you kind of talked about what you guys are bringing out to um, Shortbox Live, but any other new exclusives, anything on the horizon, people should be keeping their eyes out for from Bird City Comics. Uh, we just released an image today for hot. Uh, it's a hot stuff homage, and I know I know the homage game is getting interesting right now. But it's like original art's great if you can land like a crazy artist that just knocks it out of the park. But just living in that nostalgia, I just can't break away from it. People keep saying, "Are you done doing homages?" I'm like, "Nah, not until I've lived my entire childhood through comics." <laughs> and once I run out of stuff to do, we'll move on. But this hot stuff this one was so uh, well done though. It's like, even if you don't like homages, it's difficult not to like this one. It's the perfect concept for the perfect book. And it was executed so well. She's only saying that cause it was her idea. It was my idea. It was my I, idea, but it's perfect. Like there's no, I can't think of a better book to homage hot stuff than dark ride. Cause you have the little, how are you guys reading dark ride? Yeah. It's, it's a home. fun little book. You have like this little devil character and it just, it translated so well. Plus I really like yellow covers. So. I was, <laughs> I really liked your, uh, the something epic book that you guys did with Trish. Also, all the Looney Tunes because of the simple fact that like you used your name and like, oh. it was, it was just so perfect. Like the way that you use like bird city presents, which is like, you know, like Warner brothers. Yeah, that ain't perfect. He used the word perfect. No, I, I yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. The of Howard that, the like, Duck one was mine. The Looney Tunes one was hers. I like the Looney Tunes one. The Howard Looney the Duck Tunes, one's Tiny cool. Tunes. I, I, man, I'm with you. The Howard the Duck one's cool. You're only yeah. I appreciate that. I need somebody on my side. There's something epic. Is it 3D? I thought I was gonna win because I had the mine are gonna yeah, come with the 3D, 3D. glasses. Oh, that does come with glasses. It does. Yeah, yeah. My, my my book's 3D. If uh, if you put on the glasses. Uh, the way we have it mapped out is the galaxy in the background looks sunken in and he looks like he's out a little bit. So my book comes with 3D glasses if that changes your mind at all, Justin. <laughs> I like the tiny tunes better. What are you open? Yeah. Are you char- here's the question though. Are you charging extra for that? You, you open the price for the off for the glasses? No, but I did limit the print run on it. Um so we we charge a little more just because I cut the print run in half because I wanna I'm I'm trying to figure out. Um, I'm playing with certain things because putting a full mm-hmm. 500 print run is fine. Uh, but when you upgrade to the cardstock, a lot of people, I don't know if you guys know this, but all they do is, is take your cover and put the cardstock over a cover A. Mm. And it's super easy to take off without damaging the book. So I had this, mm-hmm. I had this, uh, I was talking to another buddy and he had this idea of removing half the covers and including a reader copy so that you can limit the print run without having yep. to damage or, or trash books. Yeah, so we're not, we're not uh, I try to give it a try to find to order 500 pairs of 3D glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what is and, this? Uh, I've never even heard of this. Something epic. I'm looking at the. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of new books that you're not reading. Yeah. What's um? And I know you did one for uh for Bad Girls, right? Bad Girl. Yeah. What? I don't even know what's that book about. Have, you know, I, I, you're more. So it's like a spinoff of The Good Boy from uh, Garrett Gunn. Okay. So kind of the same idea, you know, the cat goes nuts and she's like, a, a, yeah, anti, I, I get like Red Hood vibes from her. She's not a good guy. She's not a bad guy, but she's a part of that universe. I so, need to buy this now. Right. Yeah, yeah. I definitely we need did to two, actually. We had the Lobos one. which Yeah, was that's the one I can think of. Mm-hmm. The other one we did was uh, How Lauren, what was that book? Aunt Overwatch? It was a homage to Overwatch. 
Yeah. Uh, the video game? Yeah, mm-hmm. the video game. So she's like flying in from the side with the two pistols and uh, did the trade dress the exact same way, except for on the original cover of the video game art, there's like a, a word bubble or a circle that says like in-game content. He changed that to say catnip included or something like it was. It's kind of cute, but it was fun. It was cute. Well, uh, before we get out of here, let's let's just kind of go around the horn with uh, what are we currently reading? As always, we end our shows with modern comic books we may be reading or old stuff. Um, Zach, big week, slow week. What do you got? You know what? I'll, I'll I'm going to pass on this because I really didn't get. A, I just picked up my book today. I didn't really get a chance to read. So right. I'm gonna just, you guys can use my time to talk more about your books. Well, Laura, anything that uh, you're currently reading that you can uh, let the audience know that they Does should be buying up? stuff count? Because I've been kind of on an eBay binge lately. <laughs> I've seen your books on, e- on your I, Instagram. It's been bad. You need I your own eBay account, by the way. A what? You need your own eBay account, by the way. No, yours, all your payment information is linked to that one. I'm good. <laughs> I, I've been like going on there and just finding books that I've been wanting for a while. I haven't posted yet, but today I got Voltron. Number one, Jenny Frizen, which I have wanted that book for so long. I am a huge Jenny Frizen fan. And if you guys aren't familiar, that's her first published cover. There's some debate if it's that Mm -hmm. or Hackslash. But if you ask me, whatever came out first is her first one. Hackslash was technically commissioned first. But anyway, long story short, I got that in the mail today. I'm really very, very excited. It's in a nice grade. The last book that I actually read, though, was World Tree. Um, mm. What'd you think? We both read it. Mm-hmm. I think it's solid. I'm curious to see where they go with the next one. It was a little bit more violent than I was expecting, which I should have known because James Tynan said this is going to be one of my most disturbing books, which is saying a lot given his yeah. past his past stuff. Uh, I liked it. I think the interior art was really well done. Um, we had Anna Marcana on ours, and she, and this is not me being biased, I think hers was the most beautiful rendition mm-hmm. out there. Um, yeah, so uh, I agree, and I'm not saying that because you're on here as well. I think we've talked we talked before offline. I think Anna's uh, an amazing artist. Yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely, she did a great cover for you for you guys. Yeah, we're really proud of her. She just oh, and that's another one we just dropped. She did her first ever Vampirella for us, Vampirella versus Superpowers, and that came out this last week, and that's also a Marcano cover. So yeah. That's that's where I'm at. I'm buying up a lot of covers. Red World Tree. I enjoyed it. I think that there's a lot of potential with that. But I mean, that's kind of obvious. After something is killing the children, everybody's just really banking on his stuff doing well. <clears throat> yeah. And what about you? Reading anything or just buying everything? <laughs> no, you know, I haven't I haven't bought anything for me. Uh, here's an interesting answer. I think it's interesting. But I have an idea for a book that I've been trying to write in my head. So I went back just to give you some flavor is I went back and reread Grimm. Number one, I pulled the closet and reread that. Um, I pulled Hellblazer and I started rereading that. Ooh, um, and, and then yeah. just something super random, but it just kind of went with the, how I wanted the action to fill. I started reading um, what's the new turtle, the uh, Ninja Turtles. Uh, but I think we're on issue. Like I, I subscribed to it, but last yeah. one was like one. Yeah. 39, 139. Yeah. 139 so then i picked up my turtle books and i'm like i'm gonna reread some of these just to get the action sequences down the way i want them um so it's more research reading even though Mm -hmm. it's stuff that's been out for a while it's all those ideas together yeah it's it's yeah when i get it when i get it like down on paper i'll let you guys know if you guys want to have me back and talk it's kind of it's dark and twisted it's it's i would say it's feels like a constantine vibe 
Um, so I like that dark universe for DC because that's my jam. Mm-hmm. I love DC, that darkness. So um, it's got a little twisted perception in it, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, put oh, yeah. it all together. You, you guys uh, want the synopsis? Yeah, let's do it. Give it to us. Uh, yeah. it's, it's short and sweet. So basically, there's this person that has, um, they have the ability to draw out people's illnesses. So let's just say there's a person that's dying of cancer. And what he can do is he can draw that out of them, that that sickness out of the body. But what it does, it creates it like an evil clone. Uh, and you have to kill that. I remember that clone you order. telling me about this or something about you, this. Yeah, Sorry. You, so, so let's just say there's a Ted and Ted's dying of cancer. He pays the kid because he's got to make a living. The guy draws this sickness out of his body, creates this evil clone of himself, but he has to kill in order for it to be gone from him forever. Mm-hmm. So that's what this guy does. So he's, he's almost like an exorcist, but what he's doing is he's cleansing people of like physical elements and mental elements. Hmm. I like it. I get it. There's something that it's similar to like almost. Yeah. It's like manifest, not manifesting their fears. It's manifesting their, like you said, it's manifesting their, their sickness. It would be interesting, not so much to kill, but more even kind of take that as like, have, they have the ability to then do good or bad things with their manifested sickness would be interesting. Well, I'm sure one or two of these are going to get away. Right. Future issues. One and two are going to escape <laughs> murder. I mean, come on, they're not all going to. Yeah, get... I know. I'm just, I'm already playing in my head as well. Like I'm... <laughs> so see all the different directions we can go. I, I've got a whole rule list where the universe will make sense because if you don't follow these steps, then shit hits the fan type deal. Mm. Um, okay. So I'll just give you guys a little taste of what I, my mind was going at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, right. though, man. Yeah, bring it, bring it. I like it. I like definitely think it's interesting for sure. I, I need that sci-fi. You know, and you, like you said, you said Hell, Hellblazer. That's that's perfect. That's exactly yep. like uh, in that same world. So, or like Scythe. It kind of gives me that Scythe vibe. Anthony's really mm. big on that series. Yeah, I'm trying to think where the Grim and Turtles kind of fit in there. Right, so the, the, yeah. <laughs> if you guys, I, mean, I get closet. Yeah, but they're all going to be yeah. color coded. <laughs> right there, you go. <laughs> So the closet was, it's very a minimalist book. Like there's not a lot of words in it. Mm -hmm. And and so I was trying to, what what I'm trying to do is figure out how to tell story without having to script everything. So Tinian's great at that. Um, Grimm is really good character development because that character, I don't want to say blew up, but it was really popular from book one. Like everybody took to her. Um, and, And that book is, she's not bad. She's not good. And you're trying to find, that's a good balance character. And then turtles, like just their their panel design, and it just it's a lot of action. Like there's a lot of energy yeah. in how they draw turtles out, and it flows um, really well. The flow, that's that. Yeah. And so I had turtles for panels. I had tiny in for how to tell story without words, and then uh, grim just to how to have people attach themselves to the character and, and like them right away. Have you read Blue Book yet, Aunt? No, I, I have haven't. Here. Yeah, you should you should read those. I think you would like those. You They're should pick really- it up one day. The other side of the yeah, house. You should get one. I have them here. Yeah, just walk fifty feet. Uh, all the way, all the way <laughs> over there. That's too good. Um, cool. Yeah, I I like that uh that concept. I know Zach, you were considering writing something. I don't think you've ever talked about it here, right? Or I think everyone mm-hmm. always does. I always like to kick around ideas, but then I'm I'm always I'm also oh, yeah. You don't need to share it yet. Of, I know it's kind of lazy and so oh, like too. and busy. <laughs> so I'm always like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea, and then I'll never do it. <laughs> or our daughter wrote a book. Our our uh, fifteen year old did. That's it's awesome. done too. That's done. 
That's great. Yeah, so we're working on getting that to print form, like getting it ready to print. Hmm. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it, or are we just yeah, yeah, we that? can talk about it. Not yeah. Yet? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty much done. We have cover art and everything. So basically, she um, took um, kind of like a Witcher vibe. Mm. So it's it's a a mother and she, well, let me backtrack. So it's a a person telling a story to a child, like reading bedtime stories. Mm -hmm. Mm. But what the bedtime story is is the bedtime story is kind of writing itself as she's reading it, and what it, it is, it's following the journey of a woman uh, that's looking for that kid. Her kid's been kidnapped and it's kind of like a ledger. So this is a way a person keeps tabs on how close the mom is getting to finding the, where they're hiding. So the kid thinks he's getting bedtime stories, but the mom's adventuring and fighting monsters and trying to find her abducted child. Um, yeah, it's, it's it, but it's got a lot of like that, that Witcher type lore. There's a, a Wendigo is, is the first monster. And then there's two other ones that she wrote that are pretty creepy. Um but it's really well written. She loves fantasy stuff, so we had her we had her draw it out, gave it to an artist, got it all edited. So hopefully we'll be able to release that this year. Yeah, That's it's all. a plan. It'll be neat. That'd be really exciting. You said she's how old is she? Fifteen, but she has. I know all parents say this about our their kids, but this in this case it's true. She's probably one of the smartest people I've met for her age group. She all she does is read. Yeah. all she does like her book is or her room is just bookshelf after bookshelf after bookshelf and she just reads constantly so she's one of those people that when she develops a story kind of like what aunt was saying earlier she already thought about all the ways because she's all mom these comic book nerds are going to try to find holes in my script and i'm like hell yeah they are ellie i'm like they're gonna rip it apart and so she went through and tried to find everything that somebody could criticize her for and she already she's one step ahead of it wow yeah. She, she already knows the community. She already knows them. She knows. She knows. <laughs> if she comes out and, you know, point A and point B doesn't quite line up, that she'll hear about it. So I'm curious to see how it's received. That's cool. That's Got exciting. A lot of the interesting stuff over there from the Bird City crew. I know. Our house is interesting. Well, definitely. I mean, you know, hopefully one, if not both, come to fruition. So definitely, uh, we'll definitely be keeping track and make sure everyone's following Bird City on both. Uh, Mrs. Bird City for Laura and, of course, Anthony Bird City. Um, real quick for myself, because, again, yeah, we're, we're, we're recording on Wednesday, so I didn't really get a chance to read too much this week. Um, Yoda number seven is a new part in his little 12-issue miniseries. It's very good. It brings back in the Clone Wars era. Uh, some great panels with Yoda fighting General Grievous, and I'll kind of leave it at that. And then my other book, and then obviously it's the big hot book again this week, is another Star Wars title, the Star Wars 34 first appearance of this character named Greta. Everyone's kind of saying it's like, oh, it's the next Dr. Aphra and Son of Staros. Um, I don't really feel that vibe yet. She does have a cool backstory involving um, Jetta, the, the planet, and the kind of Rogue One, if you've watched the movie. And I like the story more so because Luke is kind of at that point where he needs to rebuild his lightsaber. So we're really getting close to Return of the Jedi because um, we know he kind of goes back to Tatooine to rebuild his lightsaber. So we're kind of in that realm. Um, so those two books were definitely nice little reads this week, but I definitely have a lot more stuff to pick up. And I did read that one, the Star Wars one. 34. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I liked about that with Luke too was it's so true, but uh, you, when you watch these movies, it's one of the most frustrating parts about Luke's character, I feel like. And he said it in the comic. He's like, every time I feel like I'm getting this Jedi thing, it's like they pull the rug out from under me or it says something like the ground keeps falling out from under me. He's like, either my lightsaber breaks or uh, 
yeah the force wave comes through and screws him up or something like that but uh i really i actually kind of chuckled out loud out loud with that part yeah because they really if you watch the clone wars he goes back and says like how padawans like went to this went to the planet yeah. ilum and they would find their crystal and, and build their lightsaber and he's just like i all i have is the jedi text he's like yeah. yoda and obi-wan didn't tell me I know this. I know what you're referencing. And I feel like the guy from Elf. I know this part because my son. Yeah. And that. it's going also now Jedi. You did that in Fallen Order. You went to Illum and you got your you made your own uh, lightsaber. Yeah. lightsaber, your kyber yeah. crystal out there, which was so I was like, hell yeah, man. I'm like, oh, I'm all invested. Where's Cal Kestis when I need him? Yeah. So I, I like this issue a lot. It definitely had a lot of lore for for Star Wars. So those are my two picks. So um, and then before we get out of here, since you're listening to this again on Revenge of the Fifth. Um, we, of course, at the Comic-Con podcast have uh, our exclusive variant that dropped. You've seen it on my Instagram page, the podcast page, and also Zach's page. Um, mm-hmm. It is a collaboration with Mad Love Comics and Art. The artist's name is uh, Japs Archer. It is a super limited Dr. Afro Star Wars. So if you have not seen it, uh, I'm not sure how many copies are going to be left at this point at the time you're hearing it because I've already sold some and pre-orders again will also be up on my whatnot and Zach's eBay page in the, uh, the coming weeks. So please um, support us if you can. And of course, support our friends over at Bird City. Um, any last words, guys? Uh, I want to say one little thing. I saw that cover. Very well done, you guys. Very well done. And that's coming from, again, we work with variants. So... I can tell when something's going to hit, it's going to be, it's going to be sold out. I'm predicting that was, it. That was mainly Justin's idea. He, uh, that was his kind of leading the, uh, the charge on this one for sure. So, yeah. Well, I mean, we've, Laura, we talked when you, when we were, when you were on here a few months ago, you and I are both art people. We love art and mm-hmm. you know, we know, you know, we know artists. We, we like that about it. And Zach's the reader. So it's a good mix for both of us. You picked up someone from that that's done a variant with uh, Mad Love, Anna. You did it with the World Tree, and you know that's that's what it is. It's yeah. When you see good artists out there, you know where to pick them. Well, aside from just like the art itself, like, I like the composition. I like that you guys mm-hmm. have something that's it's an evergreen piece. You can just slab it and hang it on your wall, and you got a lovely piece of work right there. So mm-hmm. well, well done, Chef's Kiss. Thank you. Aunt. Um, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> say hi to him at shortbox live this weekend right yeah or next weekend yeah absolutely come come see me at shortbox if you're going to be there come say what's up um i don't know what else i have planned outside of phoenix so if you guys are around um don't be afraid to come by and and, and shake shake some hands i'd love to meet more people in the community yeah hey and everyone don't forget this saturday is free comic book day so oh, yes. visit your local LCSs, show some support and love that way. Get some free books, invite some kids, invite some other people. That sounded kind of creepy. Invite kids that you know that are like <laughs> in the non-creepy fashion. But, you know, spread spread the hobby. Get it out there. You know, um, Marvel's got a lot of books that are all the key players. You know, Venom, Spider-Man, X-Men, mm-hmm. Avengers, all that crap. Um, Lots of Batman, lots of, I think there's actually some really cool, even like indie stuff. What is there's a Power Rangers one, the Rangers Academy, which kind of, I love the Power Rangers books right now. So I'll probably yeah, check there's it out. There's a Street one Fighter one. Um, there's Animal Castle volume two. Yeah. There's uh, there's a couple other ones out there. Animal Crossing for you uh, Nintendo fans. And actually I'm going to be working at my local comic shop on free comic book day. So uh, Clockwork Comics and Cards in Union, New Jersey. Stop by and see me and I'll give you some extra 
percentage off on stuff. So Smurfs. I'm seeing a Garbage Pail Kids one. Yeah. Um, yeah there's a lot of fun stuff. That's good. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff coming out with yeah. uh, Free Comic Book Day. So, and most, if you're buying, man, I mean, if you don't know this, if you're probably listening to this podcast, you know this, but you can get hella deals at LCSs on Free Comic Book Days. So that's the day to go fill those uh, back issues up if you can. But absolutely. Well, yeah, that's all we got. Thanks again to random employees from Bird City Comics. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> no, it was always fun to have you guys on here and just kind of shooting the shit and going at it. Good luck so next relaxing. week. Relaxing. You guys have the best, like, chill vibe. I love being here. Well, you're okay, so Come on. next time, beers. And then we'll Deal. follow up with Fortnite. Deal. <laughs> Deal. We'll squad up and go at Fortnite. Yes. We'll figure out a way to live stream it for us. Like a watch yes, can we please yeah, make that happen, please? I got you. I'm not the guy. That'll yeah, that'll have to be J- uh, Ant and Justin because tech I'm, people. Not, I'm not the tech dude. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just, just show gunner, up. Just the gunner ready to play and drink beers. So there you go. Awesome. Well, the the Comic Con podcast and Bird City Fortnite squad is will be collabo. Yeah, will be soon. So all right, Thanks, everybody, everybody, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy yeah. uh, Revenge of the Fifth and Guardians of the Galaxy. And Guardians, we will be doing bonus content uh, for our movie review. I'm sure Zach and I will be uh, doing a review ASAP. And we do have a special guest for that as well. So. Awesome. Thanks. Cool. Peace out, everybody. Bye.